You're listening to the Australian Water Association podcast series. My name is Joe Taranto and joining me is Chris Raynor, Pramod Janaranan and Ronika Koei, winners of the 2018 Water Aid Winnovators Challenge. Chris is a process engineer working across wastewater and recycled water treatment. Pramod is a service planning senior analyst working across stormwater asset management. And Ronika Koei is a senior communications and engagement advisor. And all of them work at Sydney Water. And we're discussing the poo switcheroo, a retrofittable valve helping end open defecation in India. Welcome, guys. Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. Thanks for having us. Great to be here. Guys, sanitation is a basic human right, yet unfortunately one that so many people don't have access to. Ronika, can you tell us how widespread the issue is in India? Yeah, Joe. Um, India is honestly such a magical place. When you think of India, you really think of the amazing food, the landscapes, iconic places like the Taj Mahal. And you wouldn't really think that the country was fighting a war against open defecation. So open defecation is the practice of defecating out in the open as opposed to inside a toilet. And the practice is very unsanitary. It leads to the spread of disease, high child and infant mortality rates. And, you know, sadly, a lot of women and children experience violence because they are forced to go travel in the fields really late at night or the early hours of the morning because they don't have access to a toilet at home. So is, is it simple as putting in more toilets for people? How, how is this a challenging issue to correct? Um, well, it's a huge problem and there are really two things that make it so hard to eradicate. The first one is the complexities and the second one is the scale. So um, open defecation is not caused by the simple absence of a toilet. You can't just provide a toilet and get rid of the um, entire problem. It's far more multifaceted and complex. Um, in fact, open defecation is deeply enrooted into social and cultural norms, many of these which we as you know Australians can't really understand. You have to be living in India to truly grasp how these things come to play. Um, and the second is the scale of the problem. So the World Health Organization estimates that up to half of India's population practice open defecation. So when you have a population of something like over a billion people, that's around 500 million people. Um, so you can see how these two things make it a very complex problem um, where it's really, you can't just provide a toilet and hope for it to go away. If you can provide better sanitation for communities, Ronika, what are some of the benefits that you can see? Um, so... I mean, with sanitation, you can really achieve a much better life and vitality. Um, sanitation is a very basic human right. Um, something as simple as having a clean toilet to go to every day means that you're not spreading disease. Um, you're able, you know, a lot of women and females are able to go to school because they're able to have those sanitary um facilities. Um, and you just have a more prolonged life, higher education levels. And I guess, smaller disparities between the rich and the poor. There are so many flow-on effects from simply having a toilet. And is that where the issue came up for water aid, Chris? Is that how sanitation became one of the uh, focuses for the Water Aid Winnovators Challenge? 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, the Water Aid Winnovators Challenge is run every year by Water Aid, and um, it's centered around solving real-world practical wash, that is water sanitation and hygiene issues that affect people in the most underprivileged of circumstances. And in terms of sanitation specifically, uh, in our year, 2018, we were tasked with solving the issue of open defecation in India, and in particular, looking at the existing Indian government's um, Swash Bharat program, which aims to have a toilet, well, aim to have a toilet in every Indian's home by October of 2019. And that's uh, where the Poo Switcheroo was born out of, solving that issue. And so what does the challenge look like? You, you chose this topic or you had to select from a bunch of different issues? Yeah, so... That's a good question. The uh, Winnovators program usually is broken up into either water, hygiene or sanitation problems. And we as a team, Team Pran from Sydney Water, selected the sanitation problem. And in particular, the sanitation problem of twin pit latrine usage. So um, the Indian government, as part of their Swashbrook program, has been rolling out twin pit latrines all across India as a decentralized um, sanitation management solution. Uh, but there's been some issues with their uptake ever since the program began in 2014. And so what we were tasked to do with was develop a solution to actually reduce the, uh, sorry, the contact of users with waste when they have to switch from one twit pit latrine to the other, and at the same time uh, develop a community engagement plan to encourage its uptake. And as a team, you embarked on the project using a human-centric design approach. Can you tell us what that means? Of course. So. In terms of human-centered design approach, the main way we delivered that was at every stage of the process, from optioneering our poo switcheroo through a concept design and prototyping, we asked ourselves three questions. Is it desirable? Is it feasible? And is it viable? And so we had to ask that to ourselves because we had to think in the eyes of an Indian who would use this product, would I use it if this were given to me? So we needed to practice empathy. And I mean, that's what I think ultimately led to us delivering a solution that won the 2018 Water Innovators Award was that we practice that empathy at every part of the design process, which is ultimately what human-centered design is all about. It sounds pretty lovely, really, as a process. Um, tell us, Pramod, a little bit about the process of designing the switcheroo. Sure. Um, I guess the, uh, our approach to designing the, uh, the Poo switcheroo uh, was a two-step process. Um, in the first step, uh, we did a lot of extensive desktop research uh, to look at what solutions currently exist in the market. We also uh, brainstormed new novel solutions, uh, not with the aim of reinventing the wheel, but real realigning it. We then comp compiled a short list of preliminary options, which were then assessed at a high level against our scope. Those that fell within our scope were progressed to the concept design stage. Um, here, I guess we put on our thinking caps and developed a, a multi-criteria assessment with uh, qualitative rankings. So the four criteria that we used were usability, cost, manufacturing ease, and ability to retrofit, uh, uh, which was part of the challenge that we were given. So I guess our, our next step was then to then uh, shortlist these options uh, using the four multi-criteria assessment to come up with a final solution, which is the Poo Switcheroo. So for example, uh, with two of the options that we selected uh, uh, was the plastic slot and the pinch, pinch clamp. 
uh, with the plastic slot, uh, while the plastic slot option scored quite well in terms of usability, uh, there was a, uh, as it had a low risk of contact with human waste, uh, the ability to retrofit was low as it would have to be custom built for each junction chamber. Likewise, with the pinch clamp option, uh, it was quite easy to retrofit but had the potential risk of direct contact with human waste uh, when flow was switched from one pit to another. Um, and once we've done all of this, the next step was then to design the prototype uh, using, uh, we used AutoCAD 3D modeling uh, based on the standard schematics of a junction uh, pit latrine uh, chamber. We then uh, uh, printed the valve in two stages to understand uh, the construction requirements of the system and identify areas for improvement. Uh, the first, first prototype we built using PLA, uh, which we had some issues. Uh, it was slightly brittle, had some leakage issues and did not have enough tolerances between various parts of the device. And then the second prototype we built using PETG and ABS, which was found to be much more robust. And how did you test the prototypes? Um, so with the prototypes, we did uh, field testing. So um, um, Chris, along with another member of our, our group, Team Pran, uh, they went out uh, to, 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 to a field and um, I guess tested the, 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 the device uh, in the ground. As part of the challenge, well, the way you delivered your solution was in, a, you could pick whatever format you wanted, right? So we actually, uh, we had developed a video. Uh, so it was a video that the idea was that it was, you know, your friendly latrine maintenance service. And so I was uh, cast as the um, latrine maintenance provider and our colleague Prab was the, um, the user. And so what we actually did was we went to a field nearby where he lives. He owns some rural land up in northwest Sydney. And so we actually dug ourselves to Quimpit latrines and a junction chamber and sort of installed the prototype with pipes and adapters and poured water in and switched it to make sure it all worked. And it was, yeah, it was, it was really interesting experience because not only did we physically get into the character of what we think the solution to the open defecation issue is in India, but at the same time, we got the opportunity to physically field test it. So it was a win-win. So, so how important is it, do you guys think, for this design to be um, released under Creative Commons. It's an open source patent. Why is that an important component of this whole design competition? Absolutely. Um, one of the reasons that's really important is because um, having it under the Creative Commons license means the design is always in the public domain and it's free, freely available to use. Um, we can also have other manufacturers who can then make improvements without the obligation to share those improvements with other parties. And what this helps is it helps to provide a commercial incentive for manufacturers to invest in innovation and, and providing design improvements. Chris, the final design has now then been used in a village in India. Is that is that right? We were given the opportunity to actually travel to Sunwa village. And over two days in Sunwa, with the support of the WaterAid regional team and the local community, we actually installed the Poo Switcheroo, our prototype, in a live operating Quimpit latrine system. Um, in the process, we had to work through a number of installation obstacles by coordinating with the local tradespeople and the community. Yeah, and we're all really happy to say that the Poo Switcheroo has been in the ground handling grey and black water for 14 months now without any reports of odour, leakage or blockages. It's, it's great. It's amazing. On a personal level, can I ask you what you've all got out of this experience? Uh, Ronica, yourself first. 
Um, well, I can't even pinpoint what the best thing about the entire journey has been because it was all life changing. You know, we had very humble beginnings. We signed up not because we wanted to win a competition. Um, and I bet Chris and Promoter kind of smiling because there were times I was very competitive, but it wasn't about winning. It was really trying to make a difference in any way that we can to a community that needed it. So, um, for me, the key takeaway is the fact that we had this huge opportunity to come together and really invent something. I think the other thing I, we would all agree on is that uh, in the end, what we learned is that customer is king. And that's an age old saying, but it really rings true now. So when we were in India, I can say personally, I learned more in the space of two weeks than the entire time <laughs> sitting behind a desktop or even field testing the poo switcheroo in 2018. Agree. Uh, just speaking to WaterAid, to the Sunwa community, for the people that WaterAid has helped through its wash initiatives in Delhi, it's so much more complex than just a valve. Uh, and you just got to take into account the cultural beliefs and traditions, which play a big part in the communities where we're trying to solve these issues. What about for you, Pamod? Um, I guess, like like Ronica said, um, for us, this was not about winning uh, uh, the prize. It was about finding a solution that served a purpose. Uh, and also, uh, for me personally, it was a great group of team to work with. Uh, everyone contributed. Uh, everyone wanted to come up with a solution that worked. And also, uh, particularly when we went to India, uh, I guess uh, the willingness with which the villagers embraced the solution and uh, I guess the fact that they wanted to make an improvement uh, in their lives. And that was something that, that I found quite satisfying. So, Chris, what's next for Poo Switcheroo? Well, we're in consultation with um, suppliers of uh, PVC injection molding, which we see as the long-term way of producing the Poo Switcheroo en masse for implementation across the existing twin pit latrines in India. But I want to bring it back as well to what we were really trying to do, which is aimed at, you know, the Sustainable Development Goal 6 of the UN Sustainable Development Goals, which is to ensure and avail the availability and sustainable management of water and sanitation for everyone. With a twin pit latrine, there isn't always a robust system for managing the maintenance and emptying of those pits in the same way that our waste gets managed through a flowing sewer network. So whilst the yep. latrine itself is available for use by a user, it's not sustainable from an end-to-end -end point of view in the same mm -hmm. way our sewage is. And so going back to your original question, what's next? I think that is the next step is ensuring that mm -hmm. sustainability by looking at the poo switcheroo for more of a circular economy approach. And this is where we see ultimately a biosolids marking being built around the maintenance and emptying of the latrines. So that way, the user knows there's a system in place so that someone will ultimately be available to empty their pits when they fill up and beneficially mm -hmm. reuse the digested biosolids that come out of it. And the ultimate idea of that as well is making sure that this is holistically owned by the Indian community. So it's by Indians, for Indians, all the benefits going to Indians. Well, it's been fantastic to talk about the issue with you all today. I've been speaking with Chris Raynor, Pramod Janardhanan, Ronika Koei, and they're all from Sydney Water and winners of the 2018 Water Aid Winnovators Challenge. Congratulations on what you've achieved, guys, and thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Joe.